So you got a whole uh, alpha team now, don't you? But you, but you have a wealth of knowledge that is beneficial to a lot of people, and it we can move the needle. How often do you hear a hunting podcast? We talked about this. People relate to this. Welcome to Kafaru Cast, everyone. Uh, just finished up with a grand opening weekend at the uh, Kafaru World Headquarters. I'm at my uh, my house, uh, which I guess would be the Snyder World Headquarters, and uh, I had done a podcast <laughs> recently with uh, somebody I, I hadn't really met, just seen him online. He has a podcast himself. Uh, the podcast is called Hunter's Quest. Is that and your your name is is Hunter? Yeah, I, it's it's a small difference, but I I. I like to add in the V in there, like the hunter's quest. So it's not really like my quest. It's kind of like all hunters quests, but it's kind of a play on words. Cause yes, my name is Hunter. Yeah, I gotcha. And uh, <laughs> I didn't know if that was a nickname or um, if that was actual name, I assume that was your actual name, but uh, I want to double check. Yeah, that's my actual name. That's my actual name. Yep. I figured. Which is a good it's name. Technically, it's technically my middle name, um, but I've always been called by that. You know, like my parents have called me that since I was born. So it is pretty cool. Um, what I've been up to lately, it just feels like it's almost like it's my destiny. It's like who I am. You know, it's my name. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's a solid name. Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> like Hunter, like... I don't know how many little bow hunters are running around named Cam. Uh, I know a lot of, I know a few people that have named their kid, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, or whatever, Cam, you know, Cam after Cameron, uh, Haynes or whatever. Um, but, yeah. uh, I, I'm trying to think, uh, you, so what's your first name? I'm trying to, I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. My first, like my legal first name is Jeffrey, which is my dad's name. Um, it's, it's kind of a pain in the butt because, like, on legal forms or, like, you know, when I was in school, the first day of school, and they're calling rolls, so I was like, Jeffrey, and, like, they got to be like, yeah, but my name's Hunter, and so it's kind of annoying going by your middle name. I don't recommend you ever do that to your child if you have one, but, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I've come to appreciate it now. Like, as I was, when I was growing up, I remember, like, in fourth grade, we did this little assignment for Mother's Day where it was like, look up the meaning of your name and put it on like this plaque and give it to your mom and stuff. And like all the other kids' names had cool meanings like, you know, the peace of God transcends or something. And I look up my name in the book and it just says occupational name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, I let down then, but I like it now. It worked out, yeah. So, well, tell, uh, tell everybody <laughs> a little bit kind of about what you do. Um, you know, who you are, why you had me on the podcast and kind of what we talked about, because that definitely caused a crisis on my end as far as uh, messages and that sort of thing. So but tell everybody about yourself. Oh, really? What what kind of crisis? You never want to mention that you don't have any spirituality on a podcast that's followed by people who are spiritual. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, like saying, yeah. I, I don't know, pick it, right? Like, uh, you know, basketball sucks when you're on a podcast with Jordan. Not a good idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, yeah, my name is Hunter as we just went over, um, you know, I've, I've been hunting since I was, since I can remember, I think my dad's been bringing me out, you know, I started, I'm from the East coast, I'm from Virginia, so I got my start, you know, dove hunting and duck hunting and stuff like that. My dad was a big uh, waterfowler, still is, 
And, um, when I was about 14, I started, uh, we got permission to hunt on this awesome farm on the Eastern shore of Virginia. And it was, uh, it was a bow and shotgun only County. So I really dove into bow hunting and just, um, the first night I sat out in a tree stand and saw like 14 deer work out in this field. And ever since then I was just completely hooked on big game on deer hunting. And my dad was more of a bird guy, but he would still take me out there until I was old enough to drive. And I shot my first deer with a bow and I was 14 and then, which is a doe. And then about a couple weeks later, I'd, um, I shot a little, a little buck with my bow and I was just hooked, man. So I was just obsessed and, that's what I did in high school. Like everybody else was out partying or whatever. I was driving over across the Bay bridge tunnel at three thirty in the morning, you know, spending all day out there. And, um, I just loved it. And uh, I was obsessed and then a few years, you know, I'm condensing stuff quite a bit. I went through some really rough, dark times. I was like a hardcore opiate addict at one point. Um, I was doing like enough drugs to freaking kill like three water Buffalo a day. Um, and just went through this really dark period. Then after I got clean, I got really overweight. Um, and then, you know, I'm condensing, as I said, but I had to go to rehab. And then a few years after I got clean, a couple years after that, I wanted to get into Western hunting, but didn't really know how, where to start. I've always really, you know, had a desire for adventure and I love travel and, and stuff like that and always love hunting. So um, you know, I feel like it was kind of divine timing, but, um, right around then as I started kind of putting the feelers out and kind of had decided it was too complicated and I couldn't figure it out on my own and didn't really have anyone to show me the ropes. A friend of a friend just randomly messaged me on Instagram and was like, Hey man, you know, I'm planning this, uh, DIY walk-in caribou hunt in Alaska. Uh, I need a partner. Would you be down? And honestly, didn't know the guy that well. I'd hunted with him once or twice. And I was just like, yeah, like, I'm in. Let's do it. Um, and so, you know, as it can be sometimes hard to find people to go on these adventures, you know, find a partner. Like, I think he had invited several people and he was sort of selling me on the trip. Like, oh, it's not going to be that bad, you know, whatever, whatever. But then I started looking at the actual plan we had to hike in, you know, about six, I think six or seven miles. And I was like, he's in really good shape because he's a um, former Navy special warfare. And, um, and you know, I was getting in better shape, but I was still pretty out of shape. And I was like kind of starting to put two and two together, like what this is actually going to entail. And I was like, dude, I got to start training. So that's when I really dove in and um, I'm kind of an all or nothing person. When I get on something like it's, it's 110% or zero. So, I went full on, got in shape, got really fit, just really started doing some research about Western hunting. And, and that trip changed my life, man. Um, it was amazing. We didn't even kill anything. Had a couple opportunities on what I think were small bulls, but we weren't a hundred percent sure if they were cows or bulls. So we didn't pull a trigger. But, um, after that, just the combination of the, the, the mental and physical challenge, um, even the, the spiritual aspect of being totally immersed in the wilderness for that long and combined with something I already loved, which was hunting. Uh, I knew like, this is, this is it. This is what I wanted to do. Um, and so I felt like, honestly, I felt like God, you know, I say told me, I don't mean like as an audible voice, like God said, like start a podcast, but like, I just felt like 
it was a God thing where he was like, where I felt like I should start, um, somehow to get into the industry. And I, and I figured podcasts are pretty easy. You don't really need a whole lot of gear. It's, you know, it's fairly cheap. And at the end of the day, if nothing else, um, you know, I'd be able to have some cool conversations and learn from people and, uh, you know, get to talk to guys like you, which I never would be able to have like a conversation with you or know you without like a reason, but with a podcast, I can get somebody like you to agree to talk to me for an hour and learn and shoot the, shoot the breeze. So, um, so anyway, but I, I knew I needed sort of a unique kind of spin. Um, cause you know, at this point the, the podcast market is already saturated and, um, I noticed a lot of guys like, for example, Dan Staten, um, were believers and the, the content that I really gravitated towards the most is I was kind of in this transformation because when I started Western hunting, it wasn't just like a new hobby. It was like a life transformation to get fit and to learn all these new skills and to, uh, it was really more than just a hobby. So a lot of the content that I really gravitated towards was like the personal development and mental toughness stuff. You know, the tips and tactics stuff was great too, but I really, really started devouring that, that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, I always tell people, I think that as, as, as men, as humans, we're triune beings, meaning that we're spirit, soul, and body. And if, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, a badass mentally and you can, you know, you're badass physically, but you just completely neglect your spiritual health. I think that you can get out of whack just the same as if you spend all day, every day trying to get fit spiritually, but you're 700 pounds and you can't walk out of your house. You're going to be messed up. Um, so anyway, I noticed like, um, there were a lot of guys in the space who were believers or, had some sort of faith or at least some sort of spirituality. Um, and I thought if I could kind of make a podcast that wasn't like a Christian podcast where it's super, super preachy and like, you know, that's the theme of the whole thing. And I'm like, you know, jamming one theology down people's throats the whole time. Like I wanted to make a cool podcast that like anybody would listen to. It'd be helpful for anybody, but at the same time, just have these conversations about spirituality and even with guys who aren't Christians or maybe who are in a different faith, like there's a lot of LDS guys in this space. I talk to them about their faith. You know, I talk to other people who have different, you know, faiths. I just think it's a conversation that needed to be had in the space. And it wasn't really being, it may have been like touched on on the side, but it wasn't really being like just tackled head on. So I figured that might be kind of a unique way that I could, get my foot in the door and um, start talking to people and have some unique content. So then, um, and then after that, you know, I have a background in professional um, TV. I worked for a TV show for seven years as a producer and a camera operator. So um, my wife actually for Christmas got me this trip to Kodiak with my buddy who I did that first Alaska trip with. And I was like, man, if I'm going to Kodiak, like it's so epic. Like I have to film it. Like I have the skills so I picked up some like uh, picked up like a used camera on Rockslide. Actually, got a really good deal on it, and uh, rented another camera and made my first film. And so that's kind of how I branched into films and um, linked up with some guys. Like you know, I did some work with Dan Staten from Elk Shape, 
done some stuff with Brian. Brian Call actually ran my Kodiak film on his YouTube channel, which was really good to kind of get my name out there a little bit. So, and done some other kind of work with, with Gritty and stuff like that on the side. But yeah, so now I got just a, um, I've kind of gone all in um, this year. Going to see if I can make this thing work. So I got like four big hunts and film projects lined up for this fall to uh, Lord willing, try to try to carve out a little spot in the industry for myself if I can. Gotcha. You may want to yeah, stop. There you go, man. You may want to stop talking to me if you're going to hang out with Gritty. He he may not like that. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Um, no, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, you know, I try to stay neutral. You know, Switzerland, I stay neutral, and I think you guys both have like respect for each other and stuff like that. And I don't have, you know, I I don't want to have any enemies. You know, I mean, I try to stay away from drama. So it's all good, man. Oh yeah, no less drama the better, especially as you get older. So, um, you know, with some of the stuff we talked about on your po- podcast, you know, uh, like on on uh, some of the previous uh, different podcasts I had done, you know, I had brought different maybe uh, people talk about sleep or depression, guys getting out of the military. Um, you you obviously mm-hmm. had issues in the past uh, with opiates or yeah. whatever. Um, you know, I. <clears throat> I think that, uh, yes, and I'm speaking, you know, openly, you know, it is difficult for a guy to open up on certain issues they may have. One of the things I have found out yeah. may not just be that, uh, issues like a drug problem or picket, right. I don't, an anger problem, which, which I have, um, you know, at times or a, you know, whatever problem. Some of the other th- things that I, I think that people may have issues is uh, 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 an ownership problem, a self-assessment problem. Uh, there's a lot of different things yeah. that I think podcasts can help with because your crew or crowd or gritties is not going to relate uh, to me. And my crew or crowd is definitely not going to relate to you guys. Potentially. Some will. Obviously, there's always cross-pollination. But as a whole... yeah. Uh, my crowd cusses like a sailor. Your crowd probably does not. Uh, you know what I mean? And so that's yeah. one peep thing that people won't, you know, listen in. But I will say with all crowds, we all have a lot of problems. Um, some less than others. Right. I think that. Uh, and dude, like. No, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I, I talk too much anyway. About the cussing thing. I mean, yeah, I, like the cussing thing. Like I keep it clean because. Yeah, like you said, like a lot of my audience just prefers that or wants to listen with their kids or whatever. But like, there's so much stuff that's just like legalistic crap that like I don't care about. Like, I don't care about cussing. Like, anyway, it's just like I think there's a lot of just no, I and I don't stuff that don't, no. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying. Uh, I mean, a hundred percent. When I did this podcast, I don't make money on this. I mean, I own uh, or part owner of Kafar, but I mean, I don't. I didn't do this. There's not a lot of sales ads. I did one for sheep feet because the dude helped my feet, you know, but we don't do, you know, we're not out here. I'm not trying to make money. I mean, we lose money from the podcast. So I'm like, I'm going to do this the way I want. Right. And if people don't listen, yeah, no problem. Sure. Right. It ended up become a mo- becoming a monster to, you know, to a certain degree as far as downloads. But I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I just don't. And if you don't want to yeah. listen, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't want to hear an email of why you don't listen, because I'm not going to email a Chinese food restaurant if I don't like Chinese food. I'm just not going to go. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. So but anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. You were talking about the different crowds and whatnot. But where, where were you headed with that? No, it was a good segue. I mean, I think that uh, you know, in life, and I mean, we, the last podcast I did with you was one of the most awkward in the world. So we might as well make this one weird too for me. Um, when you, when I have found, <laughs> uh, when people um, spirituality rise, when you are um, born into it, right? That's what you do. You go to church mm-hmm. on Sunday, uh, you know, try to be the best person you can be. There's a lot of deviations in the middle of that, but you get the idea or something major yeah. happens in your life and you, you find faith or religion or Christianity or Buddhism or Mormonism or whatever. And that is something that you, mm-hmm. it has fixed you. It has helped you. And you want to tell everyone much like shooting a 350 grain arrow and it bouncing off the shoulder. And next thing you know, you're falling the ranch ferry and shooting a 650 grain arrow and that's solved all problems. And you're going (laughs) to shout it from the sky, right? Like that's it. You're more neutral, right? You kind of stay in the middle and you seem to be anyway. And if you can help out somebody, you, you can, but I think with the feedback I had, which was a lot on both sides of the fence, why would someone, uh, you know, what, what would be the benefits of having faith, going to church, Christianity, spirituality? You said earlier, you know, you had talked about it a little, let's, let's talk about that. What has it done for, has it made you a better person, a more whole, you know, person as far as, cause I can tell you like a Buddhist crushes in my opinion, as far as happiness, uh, yeah, Catholics, Pentecostal, whatever, I'm going to yeah. be, I'm going to be a Buddhist. If I'm finding a religion, it's Buddhism because they are happy all the time and very calm. But talk a little bit about that for listeners, somebody having issues, why they might look into, uh, you know, Christianity or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I believe that what my, what I believe is true. So, and when I say that, what I mean is, the reason I'm not like super um, hardcore about like every podcast, like you must believe in Jesus, but um, is because I believe if I can plant seeds, if people will start to just look into spirituality, mm. um, I believe that they will end up on the right path. Um, what if they look ultimately? In, what if they look into the, um, the, 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 the side of it. And I'm only asking you this because obviously of my crowd, what if they try to read the Bible and make heads or tails of it with science involved? Wait, re- repeat that. Did I read the Bible and what now? Well, if you read the Bible and you believe in, in, in science, yeah. it's pretty unbelievable parts of it. Right, you have okay. to have well, faith. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the things so, like you said, I I grew up in in the Baptist church, and oh, that is a one of the reasons religion. I explain. I think I, drew, I think I lost you there for a second. No, no, I was saying that is but, a very hardline uh, religion. So, after you're finished, oh, yeah, please yeah, yeah. Ex- please explain that specific right. den- denomination. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, they believe you know literally every word of the Bible, which I do too, but in a different way. So, I'm going to give you an example here. Um, because, you know, as I've heard said before, you can't get someone to John three sixteen if they can't get past Genesis one. Right. So I'm an outdoorsman. I spend tons of time in the natural world. 
And I see this order in the natural world. I see the way things work. And I see things like a river cutting the Grand Canyon. That takes a long time, maybe millions of years, right? Um, so one of the main reasons that like, I literally wandered from my faith was because that right there, I, I, because the amount of time I'd had, uh, had spent observing the natural world, I couldn't get past that the world was what, like five, 6,000 years old and created in seven 24 hour periods or six 24 hour periods. It just didn't work for me. Like that's not, but what I found was there, and this is just one example I'm kind of deep diving onto, but cause I've studied it, but, um, there's a thing which, which I believe, which is called, um, old earth creationism. Um, so the book of Genesis is not a scientific document. It never was meant to be. It's a poem. It's Hebrew poetry uh, of how the world is created. So, and there's a guy, if you're, if you're really interested in this topic called Dr. Hugh Ross, uh, brilliant. I've interviewed the guy. Um, he's a, uh, cosmologist and he's, he's written tons of books on the subject, but basically I believe that each day, you could also call me like a day ager, each day of creation could have been a million years, 50 million years, a hundred million years. Um, and, and different biological, even evolutionary processes could have been happening, you know, in each of those days. Like, I don't believe, like I said, I'm getting kind of in the weeds here, but like no, dive the deep. Hebrew word for day there is the Yom, which also can be translated as a period of time, not a literal 24 hour period. Right. And I dive as deep as you want. Um, I think to circle back for people who haven't read the Bible would be, we would have died from uh, inbreeding Noah's Ark. Right, like that—that's—that's that's fact. Mm. Scientifically, would you disagree or agree? Um, I'm not. I don't really know much about like genetics and all that junk. I mean, you know, I also I also do believe uh, that not everything can be uh, explained scientifically. I believe that certainly many times throughout history, God has stepped in to the world and done things that are um, outside of the laws of physics and outside the laws of science to show or to, um, to intervene into man's history or to show that he's God. I mean, you know, for example, Jesus raising from the dead. Scientifically, can someone be dead for three days and raise again? No, but I believe that that happened. And, and so, and that's kind so, of what, it, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so, um, I do believe that there is an order and a process and, and in the world and science is man's attempt to explain these things that are, that are, in my opinion, in my belief, uh, processes that God put into order. But at the same time, you know, I think there are times throughout history and um, examples, uh, you know, where God um, steps in and uh intervenes and so why and, does he and goes outside those rules why does he step in at certain times is one of the questions that that arises in in uh again for everything you're talking about you have to have one very solid common ground for this faith 
Mm-hmm. You have to have faith in that. And, and, I, and I don't. And we talked about that. And I, I, I'm not. Um, and I think, you know, this like I, I'm pretty freewheeling here. I don't uh, I don't have a dog in the fight, so to speak, of other than people listening in. Yeah, I want to talk about this because. You know, the, yeah, the the Bible, there's very many unbelievable things in the Bible. And this is where my breaking point was. So he chooses at times to make a difference. But he's taken my friends mm-hmm. from me and he didn't choose to save them. I have a hard time with that. And so I yeah. have no faith because I don't see in the grand scheme of things why that why you would choose one thing over another and Noah's Ark is a horrible example because we would not be here without uh, that specific event happening but why would he choose (laughs) one over another and why has he chose um, you know some of my friends uh, going early uh, and someone else a total piece of shit who is doing horrible things uh, to the world to stay you have to have faith yeah. in, in, in the, in the bigger picture. And I don't have it. It's yeah. not, and I doubt it's coming back. Um, and I say that meaning I really yeah. enjoy, um, people of spirituality of faith to a certain degree, not, not all of them. Some of my believe are crookeder than anyone, but like oh, generally, sure, sure. yeah, you know, generally, you know, through, through this, obviously there's going to be times people of faith and spirituality have, awkward moments of where they question and that's anything you may, you oh, may yeah. question your day-to-day life, like my job, my, you know, whatever, but to, to, to bring back, uh, you know, to, to get you back, you know, on par, I guess you, you have to have the faith and, and search yourself and talk to others or whatever mm-hmm. and get you back on track when there has been too many holes, um, you know, in the ship, it's going to sink eventually for some and it's, it has for me, but it's not like I um, am worshiping the, the devil because if you have one, you got to have the other. If you believe in the Bible yeah. um, and I don't believe in right. either one. Uh, so I, and I, as I say this uh, without hopefully getting too many emails, I'm wanting to talk about this for people having issues for people that are maybe, um, you know, on the border or whatever. Cause I came to the, to the, conclusion in my mind that if I just make good decisions, try to be a good person, uh, you know, try to make, uh, when I say good person, like, you know, try to do the right thing, whatever happens, I'm going to be okay. But at the time when I did have, uh, faith or spirituality, there was too many times that there was too many questions, um, too many things popping up that didn't make sense. And for those things to make sense, you have to have faith. You cannot, you, you won't make it without it because you can't make sense of it. Or yeah. I, I couldn't make sense of it. And did Moses part yeah. the Red Sea? I, I don't believe that personally, but maybe he did, right? Maybe I'm totally wrong. But again, you have to be at a place of faith to, to even believe part of the Bible or any of the Bible. And some people kind of treat it like a smorgasbord, right? They pick and choose what they want, which is another anomaly that I don't understand. Then you bring in war. Most wars are fought because of a faith. Now it's humans, you know, we, we have the will to choose or the, we have the ability to choose, but it's hard for me sometimes because most wars are because of spiritualities, not, not always, or, or, or one, one religion and another, um, hundreds of thousands of millions have died because of religion. That's another one that's pretty hard for me to wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. 
so was it for the greater good right 300,000 500,000 people dying was that for the greater good were the the Jews slaughtered uh for the greater good I don't see how personally I don't see I don't see why I can't make sense of it again faith yeah well there's a lot there um I'll start by saying you know I don't necessarily have a dog in the fight either as far as like you're a good person, I'm not dude. You're, here to, you're a good dude trying to help people. Uh, You've got a dog in the fight. Trying to yeah. help people is your dog. In well, the fight. right. Well, what I what I meant by that is like, I'm not here to try to persuade you or like convince you or your audience like that they have to do what I say because I got all the answers. Um, let, let me interrupt. Do for, I hope just, you, let me interrupt you okay. just a sec because I want to make sure I'm clear on my end. I think that you should be doing what you're doing and, and whether it's your, you're not convincing people, you're just letting them know how it has helped you. I, I would say, um, from yeah. what the limited amount I know of you and you don't mean that you're not selling anything. You're not, <laughs> it, it has been a pivotal point point in your life that it's helped and you're letting people know that. Would you ag- agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I think that's, um, that's awesome. I just so. wanted to like, yeah, I just want to position, like, right off the bat, like, this is not me versus you. I'm glad we're having this conversation. This is awesome. I'm, like, so happy that you are able to, or you're willing to have this conversation. And I don't claim to have all the answers. Um, I do get I never that have. Out. I never will. That's, you know, at the end of the day, there's some things, and that's, that is part of faith. And I think that's a hard thing for some people who are very analytical minded or scientifically minded, or even maybe a little prideful about man's own wisdom or scientifically kind of, um, minded is like, there are times when you have to accept the fact that you may not know everything about the way the universe works. Um, and I'm okay with that. Some people can't be, but, um, you know, you talk about bad stuff happening, and we mentioned it a little bit in our podcast. That's one of the biggest things that really keeps people away um, from a relationship with God. And there's a lot of that has to do with the fact that for a long time, many churches have preached um, an over, um, oh, what's the word? Um, I can't, the word is escaping right now, but basically they've preached that God is in control of every single thing that happens on the earth. Um, and I don't, I don't believe that. Um, Oh, here, sovereignty. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. They've, they've preached a hyper sovereignty. Um, so I don't believe when a child gets born and knows nothing but abuse and hunger and then dies. I don't believe that was God's will for that child. I believe that was the devil. That was Satan. And so in, in the Bible, it even calls Satan in the Bible, the prince of the power of the air. Jesus himself calls the devil, the, um, the God of this world. So it is clear that, that God is not in control of everything that happens on this earth. The devil is in control of a lot of the stuff that goes down on this earth. And a lot of the times, he comes this is another biblical thing. He comes disguised as an angel of light. Um, you know, all these wars you're talking about started by churches and stuff like that. People don't realize that the church is not God. 
The church is made of oh. people. People are inherently flawed, jealous, evil. You know, like let let's so let's circle. a lot of people have been, have been hurt by the church, and they can't draw that. They can't make that uh, disconnection, um, and then they leave God because of what the church has done. The church is people. Church and religion is is people. I was going to say let's um, now. There's a lot of good people in there too, but anyway, go ahead. No, but, no. Let's circle back to that portion because that I have notes. That's something I want to hit in a bit because I think uh, organized religion screws up a lot of this for people specifically like me, um, which I think you can touch on and you you just started to. um, But I don't want to dive. I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse too far. Um, So, again, I I think religion, honestly, is like one of the biggest tools of the devil there is, (laughs) to be honest with you. Well, I, I mean. The, the cart's getting caught up where the horse is getting caught up with the cart. So that is kind of the way that I uh, w- w- was, was perceiving or seeing things at a certain time where one of the really r- reasons I, you know, I would go to church and I would look at it, not at spirituality or my, my own relationship with God. I was looking at it as I would look at the pew ahead of me and say, and I, when, as I say that I mean, I've only been very few times, but I would like, I know that guy and that guy's crooked. God is bad, right? And <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or I would say like, I'm a better human than anyone. I'm as good or better of, uh, of a human uh, than anyone I know in this church. And, uh, you know, I, my faith or religion is wavering, uh, but theirs is strong, but they're still crooked. And that is what I think a mm-hmm. big issue with, uh, you know, and you can go, you can you can look down upon many religions for uh, Catholic uh, issues in the Catholic church, for example, which I won't bring up. But um, if, if, if you um, are judging uh, things off of what you see, man has gotten involved in, you're going to lose. And meaning you are probably going to dive down the rabbit hole deeper and away from your spirituality. Cause there's too many problems mm-hmm. with it. And, and, and this is, the opinion of a knuckle dragging redneck. Um, but when you really dissect it and I've read the Bible many, many times trying to make sense of it. And I have not. One of the things that got in the way was organized religion. Um, there are multiple places in the Bible that you can read. You are not supposed to do that. You are not supposed to gather in a house. You are not supposed to all gather together. Um, you know, in, in, in a, in, I can't remember the exact, I probably should have written that down, the exact quote, but there's a few parts in the Bible that says not to do it. So, again... Not to meet together? Nope, not meet together in one house. Um, basically, and I'd have to look it up, um, I have it highlighted in, in one of my Bibles. That, I think what you're getting to... I think what you're getting to is that the church has become something it was never meant to be. 100%. And I agree with you there. Well, and it's not um, just agreeing with me, it's in the Bible. Jesus. It says yeah, not well, to gather in one house. That people don't realize because they look at the church now, what it has become, which in America, for the most part, is a business, right? To make money and to like, keep people employed. Like Joel Osteen? Um, and, and they think... I'm sorry, I was, I was making a joke. I said like Joel Olstein. Sorry, go ahead. The blinker. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, America is... It has a lot in a lot of ways. America has turned the church into a corporation, um, and that's not good. If you look back, if you just what I would say to people who are really questioning, and this is how I came back to my faith because I was in the same place as you, man. 
literally mentally in your mind, take everything any person on earth has ever told you about Jesus or God and throw it in the garbage can and light it on fire. And then go back in the Bible and actually just read the stuff that Jesus himself said. If you look back, Jesus's number one enemies were the religious elite. The people who killed Jesus because of jealousy and greed were the people who ran at that time what was organized religion. He came against those guys. He called them a brood of vipers and and just whitewashed tombs and just ragged on them constantly. He preached a a true uh, relationship with God through him. Um, not he came to come against all the tradition of man and the sacrifices and all the the garbage that they had they had warped real faith into. Um, and that's what's unfortunately has happened over time, over centuries and millennia and wars and political garbage and all this stuff. The, the words of Jesus have been morphed into this new system of religion that 90% of it is garbage. Uh, and you need to like just completely remove that away from what a real relationship with God is um, and go back to the, the root of it. Um, because we've, we've taken what Jesus meant to be a pure relationship with God and, and kind of warped it back into what Jesus himself came to get rid of. Right. Well, and, and I, I, in the Bible is confusing. It's like reading gone with the wind in a, whatever divided by 3.14. Um, there's, there's a lot in there to understand. <laughs> um, there are portions of the Bible that yeah, do but at the same time, the gospel is very basic at the same time. If you choose it to be, yes. If you, would you say if you, you, you would say that, that it's very basic, meaning be a good person, right? Uh, you, you think yeah, I mean, I would, I would say the, the gospel is the, the beauty of it is it's designed to where you could literally, and people do spend their entire lives studying the Bible and devoting, you know, just study and deep, whatever. But at the same time, like a nine year old child can understand the message of the gospel or like someone who's like mentally challenged. I'm not saying that to make a joke. I'm serious. Like someone who's like not a hundred percent, like all there can understand it. Um, and live it out, which, yeah, you're right. It basically boils down to love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Exactly. And there are portions of the Bible and I, I have mine in front of me where I've highlighted it, uh, you know, in, in the last 30 years where it does say gather more or less with like-minded people. Um, that would be the simplest way to explain it. Um, you know, gather, yeah. But it also says in uh, Acts 17, 24, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, which would be a church. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. and I couldn't remember. He dwells in you. In you, right? Again, in you mm-hmm. with faith. Right. And I think that's yep. where I have come to, you know, <laughs> where I have ended up is I don't have any. Right. And when I say that, I'm not trying to be funny about it. I'm, I'm laughing is there are too many holes for me to have it. Now, I have faith in my fellow man 
uh, or or certain uh, you know certain different people there. And I I don't I don't have faith in others. I have faith that good people do good things, whatever their spirituality is. Um, good people will make the world a better place. But do I believe that there was an ark where everyone got on it and 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 we actually survived? No, I don't. And I have studied this at great length because as you go certain certain through certain things in life, you go a couple different directions, meaning like you, it saved you, me, it about wrecked me because I am wondering why, uh, you know, and when I say in your version, you know, I don't mean disrespect by that. Why does he pick and choose when he intervenes and why did he not intervene with a very good friend of mine, uh, and, and these are things that I have trouble talking about a little, but a buddy of mine who fell off a roof and is now basically, you know, crippled and can't see. Why didn't he intervene with that? Um, or why didn't he intervene with someone, uh, a, a child getting beaten or or whatever? And generally the response is uh, the, the Lord works in mysterious ways and we have the ability to choose. But then the next thing you know, we will, someone could possibly say that uh, the, the Lord uh, intervened with this. Well, I want, I want him to intervene differently and he's not, and I am not satisfied with that. And it irritates the shit out of me. And so that is where I lost my faith. Well, okay. Um, first of all, um, you don't necessarily have to believe that Noah's Ark happens to have faith. Um, maybe, maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe that actually did happen the way it's written. Maybe that's some kind of poem too, or some kind of, metaphor allegory. I don't know. Jesus never said you got to believe in Noah's Ark to, to be saved. He said, believe in him and do what he says. But anyway, um, and the other part about that too is, um, you know, we have the way I believe we, once you're saved, you are supposed to be, um, Jesus's like emissary, his like ambassador on the earth. Like, um, a person who's saved and walking, in the, the right way, um, you know, has the power within them to intervene at times. So it's almost like, this is going to sound, this might sound really weird or crazy, but like, it's almost like that movie avatar where like, that's the whole concept of like, God lives in you. And that's like something, some people are like very like, what does that even mean? But it's like, it's like, it's like we are little Jesuses on the earth. Right. And sometimes it's our job to intervene. Um, and some, some Christians don't even believe this stuff that I'm talking about right now, but like, um, you know, I believe in divine healing. You know, I believe that we've been given power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm me. And, you know, I can, um, it says in Mark 16, believers lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Now, again, I don't have the answers. I don't know why bad things happen other than, like I said, we have an enemy. He's a bad enemy. He wants bad stuff to happen. Um, and you know, maybe I'm, this is probably going to sound bad and like I'm oversimplifying and might, might even sound insensitive, but you know, maybe there wasn't, a believing person that was there that could have helped one of your friends in the time they needed it. Um, you know, I just, I don't know, man, like, um, that's, you know, such a deep philosophical question. Well, we're <laughs> it's a tough one, man. Like I struggle with this stuff too sometimes, man. 
Well, we're going off the deep end for Kafaro Cast anyway, so I, you know, and I, I think that um, <laughs> it's funny the message that I've messages that I've gotten are, are comical for me because some of them are like, oh, you know, basically that I'm more or less illiterate, never read the Bible, um, mm-hmm. and that you know what I'm like a Neander, <laughs> Neanderthal that just like mm, food good. No, I've studied this at nauseum <laughs> because I was looking for an answer, and that answer. Literally yeah. at the end of it was, I have to have faith and I don't. And I've said that enough times to where I know I'm going to get emails about that. But it's that simple that I was looking for something to tell me whether I agreed with everything or not. You know, like we talked about as far as Noah's Ark, was that a story, right? Or is that, you know, did that happen? Or, you know, so, you know, it may get to a point, the Lutheran uh, religion is fairly freewheeling. Um, you know, Baptist, Pentecostal, a little more hardline. Um, and then you've got all kinds of shit in the middle. Um, everything from Scientology yeah. to Mormonism to whatever. I mean, there's a lot of religions out there um, yeah. that if I look at it and I crack jokes about Mormons all the time, but that and again, my business partner is Mormon, but that religion produces very good people. And when I say that, mm-hmm. meaning like I know a lot of real now. I don't know that I, I would ever trust them to go into business multiple times, but most of them I'm making jokes here. Please, people, please don't email me because I've made jokes about never trust a Mormon in business, but my business partner's Mormon and I would take bullets for that guy. But that, yeah. that like my grandpa remembers that religion, like that is not that long ago, but the general rule with that religion, as far as family tidings, things like that, those are, those are good rules to live by. Now, some of the other things are a little weird, yeah. like, hey, slam monster, don't drink coffee. Nah, there's some room there for a little bit of conversation, right? Okay, <laughs> monster's okay, yeah. coffee's bad. So, but again, if you're looking yeah. for a hole, you'll find it, right? If um, the Department right. of Wildlife is looking to give you a ticket, they will find a reason. If you're looking to not like a religion, you'll find one, whatever mm-hmm. that religion is. For me, that was part of early on in my life, but later on, that all left to the wayside. That was gone. I was just looking for something that made me a believer, made me have faith. And on my end, the more I looked, the less, I mean, there was none. And for people listening in, I'm not trying to convert people to not have faith. I am wanting you to choose by what we are talking about. And by no means are you or I, certainly not I, an expert at this, but it's two regular guys having a conversation. Now, if you and I are yeah. walking down the road, I would believe you and I would help an old lady off the ground. I believe you and I would uh, you know, help somebody who's parked on the side of the road with a broken down car. Do you believe you're mm-hmm. gonna make it to heaven if there is one and I'm not because only saved men people, make, only saved people make it to heaven, not good people? Or do you believe I've got a chance? I, I believe that I am not God and I don't judge. It's not my place to judge. Um, I struggle with the same thing. You know, I know my wife is from Iran. She's Christian, but her family, a lot of her family, like, you know, she tells me about her grandma, like who was like this amazing person, but you know, grew up and died in Iran, had no chance really of becoming a Christian. Do I believe God's going to, just be like, Oh, sorry, you're going to hell. I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, man. Like I, I have, I don't know. I'm not God and I don't, I'm not going to pretend to be and say, 
Aaron Snyder, man, he's a great dude, but you know what? He didn't make, he didn't say the prayer. He didn't check the box. He's going to hell. Like maybe, but I don't know. Maybe not. Um, maybe you'll find faith by the time. I don't know. So but, but I just don't, I just don't, di- I know it's probably, it probably sounds like a cop out, but I just, well, I just decided I'm not God. <laughs> I don't know. So all I'm going to do is do your best. I know what faith has done for my life. I know if I, if and when I like when I was using drugs, like I, I started to ignore my relationship with God. And then eventually, even physiologically in your brain, the frontal lobe of your brain, which is the front of the portion that um, perceives God and like love and other relationships, when you're in active addiction, and this is like scientific fact, this is not faith, that part of your brain shuts down and you start thinking with your um, like style, I don't know, some part of your deep brain, it's like they call it the lizard brain. It's like you're like, only like concerned about the next 30 seconds survival type brain. Um, and so like I, you know, physiologically, spiritually, when I'm using drugs, I get, I am cut off from God and you can like, for me, I could like float through life for, you know, a while like that. And then like, I get to the place where I'm just like ready to kill myself. I'm so depressed. Um, and, and even like with other things, like even if I get distracted and working too much or whatever it may be, and I start to neglect that relationship, I don't feel right. And when I come back, um, it's, you know, the Lord is my shelter, my refuge. I, it just, he, he helped me get out of this horrible place where I was literally like on my way to death or jail very soon. Like I, you know, did multiple felonies, you know, like, like I said, I did enough drugs to kill a lot of people a lot of times over. I'm still here for some reason. I believe God was a big part of that, is a big part of that. And, and is a big part about keeping me sane and a good person and on the right path. And I have a lot of respect, honestly, for people who can be good people. I don't know. I don't even know. Like, if it wasn't for my relationship with God, I don't know where I'd be, man. Like I, I kind of, it's almost like I almost have more respect for people who like don't have faith and still manage to be good somehow. It's like, I don't even know how that's possible. Um, but anyway, that's, I don't know if I even answered your question, but I don't know. This is a good conversation though. Cause on my end with some of this, I want to make people laugh, not with this podcast, but with a podcast, other parts of the podcast that <laughs> I just want people to learn. Other parts of the podcast, I truly want people to become better humans, whether that be, you know, whatever uh, religion or, or, um, you know, they're they're having issues. They hear a story, uh, changes their life or whatever. And so, you know, I would imagine there's people listening to this podcast screaming even cuss words and they're religious at me by the things I'm saying. And then there's people that are on my side of the fence Mm -hmm. that are like, yeah, Aaron's right. What I tried to do with this yeah. was, was actually learn, not this podcast, but in, in life, in, and especially in the last decade, was I needed to find something that told me that this was the path to go down. And maybe it's the way my brain works. Maybe it's because of my childhood. Maybe it's whatever. But I needed to find something that definitely told me, whether, like, again, whether I believed in all of it or not, that this was the route to go and this would help me. And I did not find it. You found it. I think that anybody struggling in life, whether you believe in everything, whether it's a crutch, whether whatever you want to call it, 
if religion helps you in the beginning and you become a better person because of it, rub some funk on it. I think that's great. And I would never stop anyone from doing it. Um, and, and I, that probably sound horrible, but I mean, truly, I think that it, it, if, if that, you know, they say there's no atheists in foxholes, I can say 100% in my mind. And with what I do, when I sit down, there is no praying when I need help. I I'm not, I'm not praying when I'm in a dark spot. I'm not asking. I mean, that would be totally one hypocritical, but two, Oh, I'm not going to believe in you. But when I have a hard time, I'm like, Hey man, if you help me out here, I'll do this. I I, I am not that guy. (laughs) Um, but maybe if I was, it might help. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's, it's good. And this is why, you know, I wanted to start the podcast was, and why I approach it the way I do is because, you know, I don't have all the answers. I know what has worked for me. Um, you know, I do believe that what I believe is truth. And I, I believe if people start looking, they will end up, I know, I think, you know, they will end up in the right place for the most part. Um, you know, I think the other thing that a lot of people don't know or don't haven't been hurt, haven't heard before and something, you know, like I just want to even say to you, Aaron is, you know, God is a good father. He's not waiting to strike you with a lightning bolt for messing up. He, you know, he's always there waiting for you with open arms whenever you want to come to him. Um, and he, he sees you and he's pleased with you, man. Like he's pleased with the way you've chosen to be a loyal person and a good person and, uh, and try to do good. He's pleased with that. So just, I just want I just had to say that. No. And I mean, uh, you know, this conversation and I appreciate that uh, this conversation, I, I want people at the very least after you're done yelling at me or Hunter, uh, through, you know, through the microphone, <laughs> it, at least research and try to make yourself better or, or try to understand more or try to become a better, yeah. You look know, into it. Yeah, look into it because, you you know, I, maybe I'm too hard headed and, and, and don't comprehend well enough. And I went a different route. When, what I did find at the very least was that if I am a good person and this was my own findings, obviously, if I'm a good person, I'm going to be OK. So is that going to get me to heaven if I believed in it? But I don't. I might be okay. I might not, you know, I don't know, but I do know that the world is going to be a better place. If I'm a better human, if I try to help people, if I try to instruct people, if I try to tell people about my deficiencies and how they may be able to learn from those and potentially come better, uh, you know, think things of that nature that, uh, you know, right. You know, make people like, you know, build people up around me rather than bring them down. Um, you know, and, and I don't knock that out of no one knocks that out of the park all the time, but you know, what, what, what I did learn, um, whether you agree with it or not, is that was my path. That's, that's the path I chose. And I think on your end, you went a different route, but if we're both good people, that's still good. May not be the best. (laughs) If you're, if you're a very devout (laughs) Christian, you may not think that, but I I believe that, that it's the world is a better place. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't really know what to say, but yeah, I mean, I think you're doing good. I think you're on the right path. I mean, do I wish just for you? Cause like, I like you as a person. Um, and like I said, I do, you know, I might be more liberal sounding, especially than some, some Christian guys. And like I said, there might be some Christian people who are like, dude, what is this guy talking about? And 
probably a lot of people that think I'm a crazy religious weirdo. But at the end of the day, like, you know, we can find common ground, you know, um, it'd be fun to hunt together. Um, and just having these conversations is, is worthwhile. Um, I don't know, kind of lost my train of thought there, but I think you're a good guy and you're on the right path. And yeah, I mean, would I be stoked if you did find some kind of faith? Yeah. But like, do I think you're a bad person? You're going to hell. I mean, that's not my place to judge. I don't think you're a bad person at all. But, um, yeah. And I mean, I, I know. you know, honestly, like on this, um, obviously you figured out like I am a, I am a okay with my decision and I'm not looking for, and, and I'm not yeah. saying this because of what you just said, like, I'm not looking for justification, um, that I was a good person. No, or, yeah. I yeah. was kind of just rambling, honestly. Yeah. No, but I think people listening in need to understand that you need to decide what route you're going to go yeah. and that that route needs to better you as a human whatever decision you make, whether, mm-hmm. whether it be a spiritual decision or a non-spiritual, if it, if it, if you go downhill from that, that is a bad decision. You need to do, try to be not so negative. I mean, there's, there's friends of mine that I've just stopped talking to because they're just too negative, right? They're I'm just like, man, you know, like, Hey man, you hunt all the time. Why are you complaining? And I have to remember that myself. Like I have an amazing life and I, I, you know, and I do, I have, I have dark times, you know, with all the stress from business and everything else. It's like, I got to remember I've got an amazing wife. I have amazing people that work for me. And I need to remember that because, um, I, I, at those dark times have to have something to bring me up. Would, uh, faith or, or spirituality or religion help with that? It might, it's just the road that I went down didn't do that for me, but I, I do know a ton of good, very good people. You being one of them that, that it did work, that, that helped and, and that has made them a better person. Now, when you get to that path, and I would look for you to add to this, I would not go into what I did where I look for, I'm looking, I am basing my religion off the church or off people attending church. Don't do that. Base it off of your relationship with God. Do not base it off of what you perceive to be religion, faith, or organized religion. Don't base it off of that. Base it off your relationship with God. And don't worry about who went to church or how many people are coming. Or if you believe in that, it has to be your personal experience. Would you, you want to dive into that at all? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, really like, a big factor in me coming back to my faith as an adult. And like I said, my faith as an adult looks very different from the faith that was put into me as a child. Now I'm glad that I had that foundation built into me as a child. Um, but what I believe now is, is pretty different from that foundation and that's okay. Um, but you know, one of the things that helped me as an adult come back was, like I said, you know, recovery is a part of my story and addiction. Um, you know, in the recovery programs like AA and stuff, they talk about developing a relationship with God has God as you understand him. Right. And we all come from different backgrounds. We have different experiences, different perceptions. Um, everyone's brain is like a 4d chess fingerprint. Like it's completely unique from just all the different weird stuff and cool stuff that's happening in your life. Um, so, you know, the way that you relate to God, and even perceive God might be very different for me. That doesn't mean it's wrong. 
now, you know, I'm not, I'm not also going all the way over into like universalism. I'm not saying like, yeah, you know, any, any way you get to God is fine. I still am a Christian. I do believe that like Christianity is the way to the father. And Jesus said the only way to the father is through me. I, I do believe that. But all I'm trying to say is sometimes you got to start there. Like don't put God in a box. Like don't just think you're praying to some blonde haired, blue eyed Jesus in a blue robe. Like, um, you know, like you got to kind of be able to throw away, like I said earlier, throw away, you know, your cultural and even like childhood perceptions of God based on the church that you were brought up in, which may have hurt you very badly or may have just shown you lots of hypocrisy. Um, you got to break it down to like surface level and start building a, a true faith and a true relationship with God as you understand him as a fully functioning and thinking adult, not what some, you know, hypocrite priest put in your head or, you know, whatever it may be. I'm not just ragging on any specific thing, but, um, you know, I had to get past my Sunday school teacher telling me that, the entire universe was created in seven 24 hour periods or six 24 hour periods. I had to figure out on my own. No, I don't believe that. You know, I believe that day, the days were billions of years long or whatever. Um, you got to start, but start somewhere. Um, that's why I'm not like always so preachy about one particular theology is because I think people need to start, start somewhere and then build. And, and it's just like physical fitness. Like, you can build a relationship with God through discipline and, and spending time just like any other relationship with any other person. Um, like I wake up early in the morning and have a very intentional time where I meditate. I read some, um, some of the Bible, I pray, um, you know, and praying doesn't always mean talking. Sometimes it means listening. Um, and you know, it's just over time you can build that relationship um, maybe it's for you. It's spending time outdoors and that's a part of mine as well. But, um, yeah, just, that's the biggest thing is I think people, a lot of times get hurt by the church and they see, like you were saying earlier, like a lot of people are like, Oh, what about this? You know, the inquisition and, you know, Christopher Columbus torturing and burning people for the name of Christianity. Yeah. Well, that dude was straight up working for Satan, like hundred percent, like God would never do that. Okay. So, like just get past that realize that people do messed up stuff in the name of religion all the time and build your own relationship. So that's, that's what I would say. No, I would agree with that. And, uh, without you, you know, running you along all morning or all day, uh, you know, uh, kind of along what I said earlier, like you said, build your own, that is a hundred percent correct. You need to build your own, your own relationship. If you choose to go that path, Build your own relationship with God, not the relationship that you may perceive to be what is needed from the world we live in today. Um, and and yeah. quite honestly, you'll probably be let down if you, if you do. <laughs> I certainly was. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I think that uh, for anybody listening in, which we have talked zero about hunting, tuning, broadheads or anything, else, boots, headlamps, all gone <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, it, it just it was funny when you when we you and I had done the podcast, you, you, you would ask me things that quite honestly, I just didn't want to. You know, when I say didn't want to answer, didn't expect to answer. And I, yeah. I had quite a bit yeah, of feed. I was looking back at it, like making a reel today. I like seeing some of your body language. Like, 
I ask you a question, you just like look down and just like rub your forehead and be like, okay. well it's just not something i dive into you know very often you know personally yes like individually yes but but that's why that that's kind of the point of of my podcast is to have kind of some unique you know because how many podcasts have you done where you said the same thing like as you have dozens of times kind of what i was hoping to do with the whole podcast was for all my almost all my guests is, is talk about stuff that they've never really talked about on the podcast Oh, well, and I mean, like, I don't know how many podcasts I've done, but, it, you know, in the thousands. Um, yeah, no, that's not something that's really, you know, touched upon. And, and it's not that I think that it's not touched upon for any negative, you know, side or connotation or anything like that. I'm just I bow hunt and, you know, survive and teach other crap. You know, I don't. Uh, yeah, you don't come to Aaron Snyder's podcast to learn about religion. You just don't. It's not my thing. Um, <laughs> So when you were asking those questions, though, I had a ton of people um, message me about, um, you know, ways for me to find faith. And what was comical on my side is some of these guys were like 19 and 20, 21, 24. I appreciate it. And and I, I don't mind. But you might want to wait till you can masturbate before you start spouting off your, your beliefs because you haven't done anything yet, right? I'm 46, well, 45, almost 46. I've seen some things. I've been around the world a couple times. And so when I say that, I want those people to keep walking their path, right? I want them to keep trying to help yeah. people. But you have to understand when you come to me at a ripe old age of 20 and a half, probably not going to get much attention because it's like I have seen things that are not great. I have done things I have had to experience yeah. quite a bit. And one of the things that's cool with you, why I wanted to do this specific podcast, because I mean, my, my ex-father-in-law has three doctorates in theology. If I wanted to get a guy on here to tell you about the Bible, that dude can go to Jeopardy, go on Jeopardy and answer all the questions. I get him on. Yeah. He's also, in my opinion, extremely sheltered. He hasn't seen a lot of the real world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, well, it, you know, when I talked about like Barclay, when I talk about um, you know, the difference between wisdom and knowledge, wisdom, you've done yeah. it, knowledge, you know, it, well, if you're only 20, you don't have a lot of, a lot of wisdom, right? You just don't. And yeah. one of the things you're at that time and space and place in your life where you have been there, done that, you made a decision, you, you know, you chose Christianity or spirituality and that has worked for you. And it's, it's, it, and that's why I wanted to, and, and, you are not a preacher. You're not a pastor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where my ex-father-in-law yeah. was. And so it's kind of a biased opinion where you're a normal dude that has gone through some shit and, and can speak intelligently about it. So I, I without running on any more than I already have, it, 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 it was fitting because of the podcast you and I did the amount of feedback I got. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's about time. I should probably do one of these <laughs> and please do not send me emails that I'm going to hell. All right. I don't need those. I appreciate your, uh, your feedback, but, uh, you know, my, my, my hope for yeah. this podcast is it makes people better that you and I had done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that came out very clearly in our conversation and just, just you in general is, the, um, you know, mainly it's in the hunting sphere and stuff like that. But to me, like I said, Western hunting was such a big part of my transformation as a human from this like drug addicted fat, like loser with no faith to the person I am now, which I think is, um, I'm a, you know, I'm a good dad, you know, I'm a good husband. Am I perfect? Heck no. Do I make mistakes all, all the time? Yes. 
but I think I'm on a good path. And Western hunting was a big part of that. And also God was obviously a big part of that. Um, so I'm trying to share some of that, you know, with people. And I think you're doing something similar. You're obviously, you know, like you said, you, you, you are approaching it from a different way, but like, it's very clear that you like helping people. You have, um, a very good, clear moral compass. Uh, you have a very good, um, like urge to protect, uh, those that are weaker than you. And, um, you know, I, I said it in the intro to my podcast. I was like, you know, Aaron's got kind of a tough guy reputation, but dude's got a heart of gold. Like, you know, we were supposed to do a podcast last night. We had to cancel it because you were going to help somebody who needed help one of your employees. Like, um, so, so just keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, I mean, you know, maybe, you know, selfishly would I, would I love to, uh, love to get you saved. So one day we can go uh, hunt, hunt together in heaven. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but no, like I'm not saying you're not going to heaven. I'm not saying I was kind of, no, dude, I, I get it. Um, and I was at one time, yeah, man, I, I just fell off the wagon. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, life's long, man. You, you never know what, where, what, where the road might bring you back to, but, um, yeah, you never it's, know. It's, it's like I said, it's been, yeah, it's been a part of, you know, the two things in my life that have been constant, you know, even through the dark times has been hunting and, and some sense of faith. And yeah, I drew, I went, I went way off the deep end. And I think that's cool because like you said, like I'm able to relate to people you know, it's easy to be like, get down on myself and be like, man, I wasted, I pissed away 10 years of my life being a drug addict. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm able to, like I said, I haven't, I haven't lived this perfect little Christian life. You know, I can relate. I've seen some bad stuff too. I've done some really bad stuff too. Um, I know what it's like to be in darkness and I know what it's like to be saved and not in that darkness anymore. And man, how beautiful it is. So anyway, man, um, I'm glad we had this conversation and I'm really glad to get to know you a little bit. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm glad you came back on and, uh, my rebuttal, I guess would be, you know, maybe when I'm walking through the halls of Valhalla, I'm going to be giving you the finger saying I was right and you were wrong. And I'm just totally kidding. Um, but one of the things though, I will like, I, I really wanted you on. I appreciate you coming on is I can make jokes like that and you'll laugh. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's not always the case. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's good. Yeah. And I, I appreciate you, you hopping on and doing literally probably the most strange podcast I have ever done on Kafaro cast by far. <laughs> hey, uh, and you, good, yeah, you were okay to do it. So I can't, I can't thank you enough. And, and, uh, you know, as far as yeah, at some point in time, I don't know if I, I'm going to have you film it cause I hate being on film. Uh, but yeah, hunting together, hundred percent, let's figure something out where we can hit the mountain together. And, yeah, uh, I can Love tell it. you about, you know, my thoughts and you can try to tell me that I need to become a Christian and we can sit on the side of the mountain and go shoot something together. So that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, um, yeah, I mean, the way I figure it, even if I'm wrong, I'm probably not going to hell because at least I'm doing, I'm doing right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it right worst now. Worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah. Worst case Ontario. Worst case scenario, I'll probably be in Bahala too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, cool, man. I can't thank you enough for hopping on here. And uh, yeah, I, I like I said, for everybody yeah, listening in, me, 
Yeah, no problem. For anybody listening in, whatever you choose, research it, become comfortable with it, and be a better human and make the world better. And I think, you know, whatever you may believe, you're going to be okay. And I appreciate you hopping on and kind of talking about that. So thank you. Absolutely, man. It It was a fun chat. All right, man. Take it easy. You too, buddy.